to the Heads Up Podcast. I am Jason Rogers, the head of school of Rundle College Society, and I'll be your host for this season's episode. With each new podcast, we hope to explore interesting topics relating to Rundle College student, faculty, and parent life. This season, you'll hear interviews with faculty, parents, alumni, students, and educational experts. Each episode will aim to provide an insight and context to the happenings in and around our community. Thank you for joining me and everybody in the Rumble College Society on this journey, and I hope you enjoy this Rumble experience. Welcome back to episode 72 of the Heads Up Podcast. I'm particularly excited about today's podcast with one of our Rundle College junior high students, Connell Neal. Now, where this podcast came from was we recently had a grade 9 celebration and Connell was nominated as a valedictorian of his grade 9 class. He got up and he gave a very dynamic speech which included playing a ukulele, singing a song inspired by Queen, but also giving an in-depth message about what perhaps students should be focusing on when we're talking about success. So in today's podcast, we're going to open by having Connell recite his speech so everybody can get a context for what uh, he spoke about at the grade nine celebration. And then we're going to have a conversation about student wellness and success and exactly what that looks like uh, to each and every student in our program. So without any further ado, I'm excited to welcome Connell Neal to today's episode of the Heads Up Podcast. All right, welcome to the show, Connell. It's great to have you here. Yeah, I'm honored to be here. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm looking forward to uh, hearing this speech again. Um, I think everybody in our community and perhaps worldwide will benefit from your words. Worldwide. <laughs> yeah, it's huge, right? The worldwide web. Yeah. Sort. Um, so what we're going to do, Connell, if you're comfortable, I'm just going to let you jump into the speech as though we were at grade nine celebration. And uh, why don't you take it from top to bottom? And then we're going to do a little question after uh, question and answer afterwards. And perhaps even a, a Rundle Rumble will bring it on back. So uh, <laughs> are you ready? Awesome. Well, here we are, Connell Neal, the grade nine valedictorian. <laughs> Hello. Welcome, parents, teachers, alumni, students, anybody else who I might be forgetting. My name is Connell Neal. Before I start my speech, I'd like to thank the student body for electing me as prettiest face. I, I, mean, I mean valedictorian. <laughs> While I was trying to write this speech, I started flipping through last year's yearbook. After laughing at everyone's yearbook photos, I realized how hard it was to match our old pictures to the people we are today. And I don't just mean appearance-wise. Sure, we've tried out new clothes and hit growth spurts like we're on steroids. Cole. But we've all grown emotionally too. And you don't grow without making some big mistakes. Pulling your phone out during Tech Free Tuesday? Big mistake. Tripping during the beep test? Big mistake. Electing me as valedictorian? Huge mistake. But even though we screw up sometimes, we all still find a way to make the worst situations memorable. A perfect, a perfect example of this is the house cheer competition we did recently. If you don't already know, I'm part of Delta House, the infamous losers of the house cup. We put our heart and soul into every single challenge and still came in last place for the whole year. And I'm not saying it was the grade 7s and 8s, but it was the grade 7s and 8s. Regardless, we were in last place despite our efforts. In a last-ditch attempt at winning, 
we wrote and choreographed a cheer that ironically tore apart our own house. Now I know that all my peers enjoyed our song, but our parents haven't heard it before. So I'd like to give them a little taste. Oh look, a ukulele! <laughs> Feel free to sing along if you know the words. <clears throat> we are in sixth place, my friends. Out of six houses and we'll keep on losing till the end. Our Grinch wasn't good enough. We are in Delta. We are in Delta. No time for winners, cause we are in Delta. It was rigged. It goes on. After it was performed, we ended up getting fifth place and winning the cheer competition. The only cheer that was as memorable as that was Beta's Fortnite-themed masterpiece. Anyways, the point of that anecdote is that we all somehow had fun, even when the conditions were undesirable. And it's not like we have to do that a lot. We have it pretty good in Rundle, but I'm not trying to talk about all the bonding opportunities the school's provided. That's Taro's job. My job is to talk a little bit about the past and a lot about the future. I'm supposed to say something corny and inspirational. Our teachers probably want me to spout something along the lines of, work really hard, Get good grades. Start planning your lifelong career even though you're not old enough to get a tattoo. I'm going to say something slightly different. I think you guys put too much pressure on yourselves. Me included. Seriously, this is probably the only school in Rundle where the students think a 90% is a fail. On the slim chance you encounter a crying student in the Rundle College hallways, it's probably because Miss Sullivan wouldn't round their 109 GPA to 110. That kind of perfection breeds successful but stressed out people. This is the part of the speech where I'm required to tell you guys about all the obstacles in the future and how you've already been given the skills to overcome them. But you guys already know that. It's Rundle for Pete's sakes. Our logo is a mountain because we all metaphorically climb one every single day. And I feel all corny when I say stuff like that because it's been said a million times before. Every corner we turn, there's an administrator congratulating us on whatever big obstacle we overcame. We achieve the best we can do consistently, and people let us know. Now, I'm not saying that praise is a bad thing but it's unhealthy to achieve things solely for the praise of other people. So in order to combat that, I have a challenge for you guys. I advise you guys to take this summer to figure out what the definition of a successful person is and model that idea. Being successful doesn't always mean getting good grades or winning all the sports or getting elected as valedictorian. The definition for success is something you have to decide on your own. My definition for success is not losing my place. Uh, where was I? Oh yeah. What I'm trying to say is that you guys are all going to be really successful when you grow up. And it doesn't matter if you're going to be the first astronaut on Mars or an independent musician that just made $10. And I'm not talking about DJ Factory. We're all cut from the same cloth, and that cloth is burgundy. Rundle has already given us the tools for success, and being successful is a lot of hard work. So just enjoy the summer vacation. Delete Power School from your phone. Go to the Stampede with some friends. Start a homework bonfire in the Great Hall. What? I'm getting a message from Mr. Rogers. A homework bonfire is incredibly dangerous and illegal. I strongly advise you do not start a homework bonfire. The point is, you guys need to sleep in this summer because we're only going to be doing greater things from here on out. Now usually, speeches start with a quote, but this isn't a usual speech. Maya Angelou said, success is liking yourself, liking what you do, and liking how you do it. Thank you. All right, Connell. 
thanks, thanks for that speech. It's amazing. Yeah, it was even better you. the second time, I think. <laughs> really? Yeah, really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> thank um, you. Beautiful combination of like your talents, obviously, with uh, ukulele, but also um, deep wisdom and humor and all the great things that make a great speech. So congratulations. Yeah, thank well you. Done. Yeah, I thought we'd follow up the speech. There's some there's some big themes I think that. Um, you're addressing, whether it's through humor or through music, inside your speech. And I think the themes kind of come back to like junior high, success, failure, motivation, these really big picture ideas. And I want to dig deeper with you on your personal experience in junior high, hopefully uh, to give insight to students who are either in junior high or about to enter junior high. I think we have a lot to offer here. So y'all ready? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool, Connell. Let's, uh, let's start with my first question is, for you, what was the best part of junior high? Now that you're in a position to sit back and reflect on your three years, um, what was the best part? This is, I feel like this is kind of a hard question for me because there's a lot of moments in which like, I felt as though this is like, it's a really good moment in junior high. Yeah. There's a lot of those and they kind of string together and blend. So I can't really pick out a certain part, but no I'm going gonna, gonna to choose something that would, that's kind of unique to me. Yeah, and I think... It. It was a good, like, moment for me, like, on the inside, but yeah. everyone else thought it was, like, a normal rundle day. Got it. They didn't know I was, they were, like, impacting yeah. me. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know if I'm explaining myself well. Totally perfect. But uh, during the Chica Moose trip in grade 8, mm -hmm. we had this one session outside in this, like, kind of, like... Uh, like a natural I, amphitheater? Yeah, yeah. Cool. It's, like, open stars burning and yeah. a burning campfire. Uh, and then... They were like, we're going to do some performances, and there was no instrument, so it was like all a cappella. Yeah. I performed a skit with Howard. That went really well. And yeah. then I realized you could go up a second time. <laughs> so I went up a second time, all alone, no one to help me, and I uh, performed an original song I wrote called Seinfeld. It's about conspiracy theories and stuff like that. And I just did that a cappella, and everyone chimed in and like sang along with me, yeah. and it was just like... They all, <laughs> it was like got a standing ovation at the end and it seems really corny and cheesy, but yeah. it was like that, that put me in a place where I'm like, man, I want to do more of that. I want to perform. That's you know? cool. That's yeah. cool. Like it's totally, I hear in your story, Connell, a couple of things. One I hear is like community. Like I feel like there's community element. I yeah. feel like there's like support. I think uh, support from your peers and, and the group. Um, and I think like recognizing and acknowledging your passion, yeah. I think all of those are coming together quite magically in your anecdote about the best moment in junior high. Yeah, it was that one moment that kind of, I don't know, put me in a position where I like, I knew where I fit in now. Yeah. And it was, I guess I can thank the <laughs> Rundle community for like, uh, that sounds really corny. Like you, di you didn't pay me to say this stuff. No, no, I, I want to say that on, yeah, on yeah. Thank you. But uh, <laughs> it was like. Everyone was very accepting, and I don't think I would have been able to do it if it was a group of kids that I didn't feel so close with. Right on. Yeah, I think that's an important message to pass along is like, as we move through junior high and high school and life in general, um, people are celebrating moments all the time and we don't know it, right? And yeah. It's all around like acceptance and community. And hopefully if we can continue to do that almost under, and it's going to sound corny as well, but under this like guise of like kindness uh, towards one another, that would breed a better humanity. Yeah, perhaps. Well, it's cool. Connell, that was a pretty good, pretty sweet answer. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's flip the coin a little bit because, like, I think kids who are moving into junior high, uh, they might be in grade four or five or six, who knows, maybe seven or eight. They're probably worried about the hard times in junior high, too. Yeah. And there's definitely hard times. I remember 
being in junior high and remember how many there were. I'm just curious, like personally speaking, Connell, what was was one of the hardest moments for you in junior high? What made it hard? Okay, so I know what one of the hardest moments is, but I don't know what made it hard. And I think it's it's probably hormones cool. that made it hard. But yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> my grade seven year, it doesn't it like the support was the same as it was in yeah. grade eight and grade six. But my grade seven year, I just felt terrible all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it, it was probably just hormones that caused that. But yeah. everyone has, I've like talked to all like my friends and yeah. some like people outside my peer group. And they say that like everyone has at least one bad year in junior high. Yeah. And that's like a given. Yeah. And usually when they have that bad year, they come out, you know, I can't advocate for everyone in the yeah. whole school. But sure. Yeah. In my situation, I felt yeah. like I had a like... I don't know, just a year where I felt like everything's terrible. Totally, totally. Even though there was tons of support surrounding me, I just, yeah. like, blocked that out and yeah. really wallowed in my own sadness. Yeah. For, like, all of grade 7, I don't know why I did that, but out of I came out of it, like, understanding the help that was around me and what right. I was ignoring. Right. Yeah. I think, like, I think that's a great point, Connell, and I think just being open to... Um, just being open to it the fact that there are going to be challenging times sometimes it lasts even a whole year yeah <laughs> pretty remarkable <laughs> that's just in my case though I'm, i can guarantee any any potential donors into the rundle community yeah. it does not guarantee a bad year in grade seven that's yeah. just a special case yeah. Yeah. no but i think it's i think it's interesting to be reflective of the junior high experience and recognize that um, there are tons of changes happening hormonally and otherwise yeah. um, in your lives and that is going to create distress and just know that out of that comes growth yeah right and uh understand what your supports are so as you start to reflect on your supports connell like you're having a miserable grade seven year everything's really hard yeah um where did you draw strength like where where are the supports that you recognized are there okay so i want to give a shout out to mr tomasic yeah, he's yeah. not in the rental community anymore yeah. although i wish he was i hope he comes back i, I hope know. he's listening right? yes yes okay. okay okay he's traveling and he's uh understanding he's doing really well yeah totally yeah, yeah. yeah i totally respect that yeah but uh yeah so we did this thing i don't think the great are doing it this year i hope they bring it back but it was called 20 time cool and i remember 20 time tell everybody all about it it's really cool okay so 20 time it's like this the google CEO or something like that. Sure. I don't know. Someone yeah. in Google. Someone yeah. important. Yeah, someone important in Google. You came up with this <laughs> idea that people have to spend 20% of their like work year on a passion or like a cause or something like yeah. that. Whether it be a charity or like writing poems or something like that. Yeah. They have to spend 20% of their time on that. And I think that kind of goes hand in hand with the 1,000 hours rule. But yeah. you're really going to get somewhere if you spend 20% of your time doing that. You got it. So the grade 8 like group of teachers, I guess, decided that they were going to do a 20-time project on the grade 8s. So yeah. they'd, like, let them run freely and do whatever they want. Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah huge risk. V- huge risk. <laughs> and it was... <laughs> that's all I, yeah. Uh, and it resulted in some kids, like, starting projects and realizing that, like, what they thought they wanted to do wasn't quite what they wanted yeah. to do. And in my situation, I started a project and realized that's... 100% what I wanted to do. Why don't you, like, I'm dying of curiosity now. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your 20-time project? All right. So uh, I was very into, um, I think I've always kind of been into music. Yeah. I've never, like, been serious as I have the last few yeah. years. But um, I was very into, like, the idea of making a YouTube channel about music. Yeah. And, like, skits maybe. I don't know. Just cool. a YouTube cool. channel for me to, like, an outlet. Totally. 100%. Yeah. 
And uh, so I made the outlet. It's called Manyphonic. You can hit me up on YouTube. Shameless plug. <laughs> I'm sorry. Awesome. I just Dude, plugged. Say it again. What, was, what, what is it? Manyphonic. There you go. Should I spell it out? <laughs> First of all, no, let people have it. I'd love for them to go there. M-A-N-Y-P-H-O-N-I-C. Manyphonic. I will check it out. Call yeah. it. Okay, cool. Awesome. Uh, um, yeah, and it was just like an outlet that, with the support of Mr. Tomasic and like a way for me to... Um, push myself creatively and like yeah. have a project to focus on yeah. and feel like I didn't feel like I had a purpose in grade 7 so I guess an outlet for me was kind of a purpose that yeah. was blessed upon me by the beloved Mr. T. Wow, that's yeah. really cool. That is very cool. Um, and now we can hashtag Mr. T in this and who knows, maybe we'll pick up some A-team yeah. people, you know, that'd be really cool. <laughs> that'd okay. be awesome. Um, okay. <laughs> Eight. Oh, it just hit me. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm still for young. It's yeah. for my generation, <laughs> so I don't blame you. But yeah, a lot yeah. of the older people know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, that's really cool. That that was a great great response. So let's move on to the third question I had in your um, in your speech. You talk about motivation. You talk about intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation. In particular, you talk about recognition when it comes to people recognizing kids doing well. After all, part of our mission is to celebrate with students as they do. That's a huge part of what we do. Um, but you lead us in your speech to talk about that motivation has to come from not external sources, but internal sources. So uh, just a simple question, I think, but what motivates you? Okay, <laughs> so it kind of changed, I guess. I think the reason I was kind of into music, like the beginning portion from like one to, I don't know, 13. Yeah. I liked the idea of a but a, a cheering crowd. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, of course. I think, totally. yeah. I've done some reflecting. I think that's what I really wanted. But yeah. then I started, I started like, okay, the only way I'm going to get to a cheering crowd is if I start making music. So I like, you know, picked up a guitar and figured out what I wanted to do. And yeah. Like do, did all that stuff. And I started doing it and I started getting cheering crowds. And then I realized I like the process of doing it more than I like the cheering crowd. So right. I started doing stuff and like not showing it to people and yeah. just like doing it for the sake of doing it. Right. And I guess I get joy from that. That yeah. it used to be praise from other people, which totally. I, I need to figure that out. But yeah. um, now it's kind of just making art for the sake of making art, which I think is how art should be made. That is true artistry in its own right. Sounds really pretentious. No, uh. it's really cool. No, I think I think of a lot of the artists I love, and and I know that they've got a lot of material that they never share, and I admire that. And it just. It really, yeah, I think you've, you've nailed it. That's pretty cool, Connell. I hope you can hang on to that. Yeah, thank you. Right on. Uh, let's get to the fourth the fourth of my four questions. Um, you really lead us in the end of your speech to the idea of a definition of success. And you challenge everybody, myself included, but also the grade nines who are there amongst you, uh, to think about their own definition of success. Um, but I'm going to just flip it back on you because you kind of, you, you put it out there, but you take yourself off the hook in the speech I very did. cleverly. Well done. <laughs> but today, you don't have that chance. I want to know for you, Connell, what is your definition of success? All right. Uh, <laughs> this might be the only question I blank on. Uh, <laughs> my definition for success, I don't know if I can sum it up in the words, but the quote I did at the end of the speech probably sums it up, where yeah. I want I probably, I want to be happy. I want to not have to worry about my living situation. So yeah. make like a fair amount of money, but I also yeah. want to love what I do and yeah. be like clear conscious when I'm doing it and right. like 
having fun while doing yeah while doing it <laughs> cool that's a perfect uh in my mind a perfect definition of success yeah can i ask you what your definition of success is yeah i didn't know you're gonna flip the tables on me that's that's really good i feel like it's just a conal monologue at this point <laughs> so i wanted to get you on here <laughs> that's pretty good i think um my definition is is similar to yours i think it's finding joy in what you do uh finding purpose in what you do i really appreciate the opportunity to help people and so my definition of success has always been about uh, that kind of idea of being able to help people reach their potential and so it aligns very closely with uh, as cliche as it sounds but it aligns very closely with everything we do here at Rundle and I've had the uh, incredible opportunity to work with our faculty students and parents to develop uh, value and vision statement for the school and I think I follow that as closely as I can in my life um, and that being able to hold tight to that is is truly my definition of success. Yeah. Cool. Thanks wow. for asking the question. Uh, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I could see another podcast coming on. I see it opening with like a the Seinfeld song and then closing <laughs> with a, a reverse uh, interview like Bizarro World for those of you who are Seinfeld fans. Oh, that would yeah. <laughs> be, that'd be pretty yeah. cool. Uh, Connell, I, I end several of these episodes with the Rundle Rumble. So for those of you who haven't listened or this is new to you, the Rundle Rumble is a quick fire word association game I like to play with our guests. So in essence, uh, I'm going to say one word uh, and then Connell, I want you to respond to that one word. You don't have to respond in single word. You can give me a sentence, give me a paragraph, whatever comes to mind first. Yep. Just let me have it. All right. No worries. Are you, are you set? Yeah. Hopefully I don't swear. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody listening is saying, I hope he swears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So here we go. A lot of pressure. Okay. A lot of pressure. Okay. So uh, 10 of them, starting with number one, uh, junior high. Fun. Fun. Awesome. Rundle? Uh, inclusivity, Burgundy, Mountain, Mr. Rogers. Wow. Up right top. on. Very good. Well done, buddy. You just okay. high-fived. <laughs> For those of you who can't yeah. see which is everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go with number three, the ukulele. Um, instrument, mm, outlet, uh, limitations. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Just too limited of an instrument for you? I feel like it breeds creativity. Yeah, I do Can we too. divert for a little bit? Yeah, yeah. yeah beautiful okay. constraint. I feel like if you're limiting yourself to your voice in one instrument, you'll be able to create something more like you did what you can with what you had, and I feel yeah. like that's more creative. I can't be the judge of what's more and less creative, but yeah. I find more good ideas come from really cl- close-knit spaces. And there's, there's actually a lot of research supports what you just said. So, really? Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. Uh, there's an entire book, a little book plug because I love books, but there's a book called uh, A Beautiful Constraint, and uh, it's absolutely one of my favorite books on exactly the topic that Connell you're leading to. So that's pretty cool yeah. um you should give a coupon code to audible since you use it so much <laughs> yeah, like that would be a great sponsor to have wouldn't it okay. yeah I'll, I'll hashtag audible too we'll see if do they do it yeah cool um, awesome. <laughs> awesome okay number four i think uh provincial exams provincial uh just wrote one social i think was easy i'm very scared for science sorry miss graceful <laughs> <laughs> but in, in general like I'm curious to dig into this one just a little bit further. Yep. How do you view provincial exams? Like, if you're speaking to the Minister of Education right now, and you might be, <laughs> what would you would you say to her around provincial exams? Uh, first, I'd say, pleased to meet you. And then I'd, uh, <laughs> I'd say, they're definitely, they're, you got to do them. You totally have to understand where your students are, and, like, if there's a problem, then you need to fix it. That's, I totally get, like, the whole checkup thing. Yeah. But, uh, 
since it's grade nine, I understand putting a lot of pressure on grade 12 students, but it's, it's like our last year of fun, so I think maybe a little less pressure would sure. be good. I can't speak for the whole student body, though. There's probably a lot of the student body, if they're listening to this, um, head nodding. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. I could see them right now. Okay. Uh, speaking of fun and giving you a break, summer holidays. Ooh, uh, project. I don't know. That's that's all I can. Really? Are you working on a project? I am. What can you can you share? No, I don't want to be pretentious. Okay, no, I no. do want to share, but I like I'm worried people are going to be like, "Oh, he's such an overachiever." He's... Okay, well let's well let's save it for another episode. All right, another episode. You down? I'm totally okay. down. <laughs> okay, let's talk about um, moving on now to number. I've lost track, but I think it's number six. Yeah, Mrs. Allen, redhead. Whoops. Okay, <laughs> um, can I restart on that one? Yeah, go for okay. it. Uh, I don't know. Protector of phones. That's Protect your phones, which leads me into the very next one. Yes. Tech-Free Tuesday. Uh, mandatory. It hurts, but it's mandatory. Yeah? You think yeah. so? I, I mean, it's there's a lot of negative feeling surrounding it. Yeah. Me and my student body. I can't... Of course. I'm st- I, I'm, I keep I speaking for I think it goes, without, it goes without saying that it's not the most popular initiative we've ever done in the yeah. junior high. Yeah. Uh, I don't... Yeah, it's not the most popular, but yeah. it's. I think there's a purpose, and yeah. George Lee did a great speech about how, the benefits of it. Totally. So I think I'm willing to sacrifice for that. Cool. Thank you for being open to it. Yeah. Let's... Uh, number eight now, if you can believe it. Let's talk about... Wow. Uh, this is a hard one. The future. <laughs> I want to do a joke answer. I was going to say flying cars, but I, I, <laughs> I, I hope... It's not a joke. Brightness, art... <laughs> Uh, that's about it. For me, at least. That's my future. Cool. Subjective. Love it. Yeah. Um, nine, stress. Stress. <clears throat> Grade seven. Uh, yeah. Mm, that's hard. I want to think of one more word, but I'm kind of blanking. Maybe this is what stress feels like. Thinking of one more, trying to think of one more word, but not having it in there, that's right. stress. That's it. Right on. And last one, number 10, uh, high school. Scary. Yeah. But I have some friends in there, so hopefully that'll make it better. Yeah. 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 I don't think you got anything to be scared of, Connell. Uh, the future is bright. I really love and appreciate your outlook. Uh, thank you for taking the time with me today. My only wish is that many people listen, uh, internalize what you're talking about, because I think it's extremely important. And, uh, and I think their future will be brighter for having listened to your words. So yeah. thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me. Right on. That was a real pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. Can I... Uh, do like, I don't know. I want to. I want to promote the podcast, and I know that you got to do that to like get it to grow. Yeah. But it'd be pretentious if you did it. So, <laughs> subscribe, uh, download the podcast. The mic mic quality is really good. I've listened to it. It's awesome. And the other thing that we never say on this thing, but we should say, what? Connell, is that rate the podcast if you like it. It really helps yeah. other people find it. And yeah. we've never said that. So hopefully people. Give it a rating after this yeah. lesson, too. Nothing wrong with a shameless plug. Totally. Thank you, Connell. I appreciate it. You'll yeah. be back. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Take it easy.